Welcome to St. Cass Different Day Podcast. I am Marta Roland. And I am Tina Marie. I had a whoopsie already. Oh my God. I was talking to the TikTok live audience and didn't realize that the opening video stopped rolling. <laughs> I forgot to bring us up. <laughs> you know what? You <laughs> I need you to get it together. I haven't even had wine yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh Lord. Uh <laughs> let's get let's get let's get the show started with uh health updates and tips with Tina Marie. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Tina Marie. If you don't know by now, I am a registered nurse, um, and this is Health Topics. So today, we're going to talk about sickle cell disease and a new gene therapy treatment that is um, that has been press released to the public. So we're going to start out with what is sickle cell disease. I know people have heard that. Um, it is a genetic mutation that affects the red blood cells. And basically your red blood cells are generally, usually roughly in the shape of a circle, but with people who actually have the have sickle cell disease, their red blood cells turn into a sickle or a crescent. Think about the moon, right? The crescent of a moon. Um, and when that happens, um, it can cause all types of issues, namely being um, the shapes of the red blood cells stop the red blood stop the blood from being able to move through your vessels. Okay, so this in turns um, the red blood cells in turn start to get stuck, and they can cause things like a sickle cell crisis, which I know a lot of people have heard of. Um, which include a lot of pain um, and then can also lead to things like stroke, eye problems, infections, okay? Um, now, let's kind of break it down a little bit. Um, with genes, in order for a person to express a certain gene, both of their parents have to be carriers of that gene. So if you are a person that actually is actively living with sickle cell disease, that means that your father and your mother both had the sickle cell trait, okay? And just to clarify a little bit more, having a trait does not mean you have the disease, okay? Now, we're going to go into what population of people... Um, We're going to go on to what population of people generally um, this disease afflicts. So I looked up on the National Heart and Lung Blood Institute, which is a subset of the National Institute of Health. Okay, let me give you the backdrop of where I get my information from. So they are saying that um, sickle cell disease um, affects 100,000 people in the United States, 20 million people worldwide. In the United States, most of the people that suffer from sickle cell disease um, have African ancestry, okay? So it's saying that about one in every 13 Black African-American babies are born with the sickle cell trait, meaning they don't have the disease, but they have the gene. And if they have kids with 
another person who has the trait, then that baby will have the actual disease, okay? And then also about one in every 365 Black or African-American babies are actually born with sickle cell disease, okay? Um, and this is just coming out the United States. So generally speaking, when, you know, they use supportive care, so people who are going through like sickle cell crisis, um, payments, um, fluid resuscitation, things like that, um, bone marrow transplant has been the only um, cure up until now where they just released um, gene therapy, okay? So now I'm getting my information from the FDA website where basically it looks like it's two different types of gene therapy um, that they have uh, released this, that they put out this press release about. Um, and generally the FDA, of course, before they establish any new treatment for diseases, um, they have to go through clinical trials, okay? So clinical trials were done. Um, and it looks like that they have come across some of the first gene therapies for individuals 12 and up with a sickle cell disease. So it looks like when I was reading through this, that basically what they're doing is first the patient has to go through chemo and then they will be injected within their bone marrow with a modified gene. Okay. Um, with the modified gene. Okay. So the hopes is, you know, your bone marrow is what creates all of the different cells within your body. So once they inject the, or place the new modified red blood cell genes, then your red, your marrow will start to proliferate these red blood cells that are shaped normally. Okay. And kind of in theory cure your sickle cell disease. Okay. And of course, this is just rolling out. So that means it's going to be years and years of studying um, kind of the long-term effects of people who have received this treatment. Um, but something, anytime you do anything genetic, it, it is very costly. So when I was reading this um, press release, it looks like that the cost of the cost of gene therapy for sickle cell disease is running anywhere between three and four million dollars total. Um, and this is something that I kind of wanted to speak on. Um, just going back to here in the United States, where the majority of people who are afflicted with this disease are African American. Um, so it kind kind of goes to say, well, who is this? treatment, you know, is this treatment readily available, um, things like that. So, Martel, give me your thoughts about that. I had another seer moment. I was muted. Oh. <laughs> so, oh my. Oh, my thoughts about it is, it's really, is there a way, I get that it's a new study, but it's a way that it can make it cheaper. Is it going to be available for people who are considered low income? And um, uh, what was the, what was the timetable you said for to see if this actually um, like works or was it? So I didn't see, so they will continue to 
Like, how um, long did they say they need to do the study to see, like, how it affects people's bodies? Did you say? Um, Let me see. So it, let me just read it here. Um, do, 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 do. Don't mind me. That's my reading. My, re <laughs> my, my speed reading. Um, so from the studies, it looks like that they're going to have a 24-month follow-up period. Mm -hmm. So they had a 24-month follow-up period following the, the people who were actually in the study before they okay. um, before they released their results. So this is released out to the public. This is So this is the FDA that has put this out. They're saying, hey, okay. this is a new treatment or therapy. Okay. Okay. So my, whole Generally, is, my whole thing yeah. is this is is it being affordable because like MRI alone, like, I like it. right, and that's something like an MRI is well, what I had went was five thousand dollars just to get an MRI, and if you a person even with a person like me with health insurance, a copay was still a thousand dollars just to get an MRI. So is this is basically going to be like a, oh we have this life saving a treatment, but it basically for the people of poverty, I should say below poverty, this is gonna be like, hey, you're just gonna be out of luck when it comes to this treatment. So you gotta think about it. You know, the 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 long-standing cure for sickle cell disease is a, a BMT, a bone marrow transplant, and those are not cheap. Right. Okay. So now they're saying that you gotta undergo chemo, and basically what that does is it it wipes out all the blood cells. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, not just blood cells, white blood cells. It, chemo kills everything right but it's right. kind of like giving your body a jump start that's why they place the um the modified genes mm -hmm. into the blood into the blood marrow so they have a fresh slate to start okay. to make. so that's the thought process behind it from what i'm pulling out of the the research here um and okay. i want to go i'll dive a little bit more into it because this is something that's fresh um, but it's big once it hits, you know, the FDA. Well, so it's a game changer, uh, a, like a game changer thing when it comes to the whole sickle cell disease. But it's a costly and we don't know if people, an average person going to be able to afford this type of therapy. So, I mean, I'm with for game changer. Uh, it seems like. I don't. So besides, I guess getting getting a bone marrow transplant was like the only option for to treat the sickle cell at this point. Was that like that, the only? Yes. Okay. So so, so cure. So, so, cure. so cure for sickle cell. So it's so it's like now it's either you do the bone bone marrow transplant or you do something else that don't result in bone marrow transplant, but more expensive. And to me, it seemed like more havoc on your body than just getting a bone marrow transplant because I. <clears throat> From what I've been seeing for people who go through chemo, like chemo is hell to go through. So it seemed like, I don't know to me, so after hearing what you said about this, and I don't know if this option is really worth it. When I could just, I mean, I guess if you can't find a bone marrow transplant in time to, if you're uh, sick of cells at a point where, you know, it's, going, it's about to kill you basically, and I can see you going this route as a last resort, but as a first resort, I don't see this as a first resort for people. I feel like this should be a last resort. So, yes, I agree. But you got to think about it. Uh, you know, you say mm -hmm. when you're on the verge of, you know, 
this is a last resort you got to think about it somebody in order to go through chemo you have to be pretty you know risk versus benefit right yeah so you got to be strong enough to even get through the chemotherapy portion of it right because if you can't then that's no you know you might as well just just do bmt if you have a donor match so that's the thing so with a, a bone marrow transplant you have to have a match with right. this new treatment, you do not have to have a match. So that's okay, the so, difference. Okay, so new treatment, you don't have to have a match. Old treatment, you do. Yes. <clears throat> yes. So that's the difference. Okay. Now, and they got it for people 12 and up, but you got to think about if you don't undergo a BMT and you have sickle cell disease, like your life, spe- your life expectancy is like, I believe, somewhere between 40 and 60 years with living with it with sickle cell yes wow. so it's a lot of things you gotta consider you know right. and i know people with sickle cell disease and i've seen them you know within a crisis working in a hospital environment you see people within you know having sickle cell crisis like mm-hmm. it's you know it's not fun you know it's generally they are um more frail um that i've noticed right um you know things like that easily fatigued um just generally can't gain weight you know things like Mm -hmm. that so i mean it looks like the fda has approved the two companies um and they have names so casgevy they approved casgevy from vertex pharmaceuticals and uh-huh. like Genia from Bluebird Bio. Okay. And so will this new sickle cell treatment be, do they know this? Is this something the insurance companies are willing to create a code for to cover? So, I mean, in my experience, I feel like insurance companies will cover portions of treatment, I would think. Like, um, uh-huh. like chemo and stuff like that, you know, I don't really, you know, just so they will only cover portions. Like it's very, you can only be in a hospital this long. You know, you have to, you know, it's a lot of if, ands, and buts. You have to have this many sickle cell crisis within this many months to qualify for us to even giving you a portion of the money towards having a bone marrow transplant. So, So basically, it's like the, the insurance companies are still going to expect for the sickle cell patients to pay so much yes. money out of pocket before they cover uh, a lot of these uh, treatments. Yes. Okay. So, you know, and so it's great. Like medicine is great, you know, but we do have to find a way where it is affordable. Unfortunately, things like a bone marrow transplant and chemo are are very expensive. You know, I wish mm-hmm. chemo was less expensive because cancer is being becoming more widespread and common now, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a whole nother discussion, but I really, you know, I really hope that they, and it's only these two companies. So it's like the competition is real, right? So, right. So at least it's not Supply a monopoly on it demand, right now. Right? 
Right. So hopefully these two companies can keep up with demand and then hopefully these two companies will not try to create a monopoly on this type of thing. So probably because I'm pretty sure they're not going to share their information with another company who's going to try to make because, you know, healthcare is nothing but a big old profit pool anyway. So. Right. So I think that you got to think about it as if somebody trademark or, you know, or they have a patent or something. Right. When right. you patent something it's yours and until the patent runs out and then it can be released, you know, for anybody to make whatever versions of it that they want. Right. So I'm pretty sure their process is patented. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and it might not be the same process, but they kind of got some of the same general procedures. It looks like when I was reading it. I mean, um, yeah, like another company can do it and they could be like, well, we didn't use the same, you know, ingredients or the same whatever. And then, you know, yeah, but either way it go, because the other companies, whatever person filed the patent, they're still going to have to pay the other company regardless, whoever owns the patent. So, mm -hmm. okay. Well, I'll keep an eye on that, but you know, I, Mm. Yeah, keep us updated because we need to know about this. I'm very interested in this, and it's, uh, and it's it's finally happy. Happy, I'm finally happy to see some type of new uh, scientific breakthrough that happened because it seemed like it's been a long time since we had some type of scientific breakthrough when it came to like. Well, it's just been COVID, 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 right? Right, right. Yeah. and it's 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 just it's nice to hear that they're coming up with something else for. It's like it'd be nice when they hear, oh, we finally find a cure for breast cancer or cancer in general, or you know, um, they call it lung cancer and all that other kind of stuff. Child, don't get me started on that. I feel like yeah. it is. I feel like, yeah, <laughs> the treatments. <laughs> Listen, if you can keep somebody sick longer period of time and have them shell out money for medications, treatments rather than provide a cure, right. And I feel like if they come up with the cure, they just they make it so expensive where you're still going to be shoving out probably the same amount of money that they would have got prolonging your whatever. This is where we got to come in with some laws to cap all of this. Right. Government. Oh, government. Look directly to the camera. Government. government. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, what, what, what's, what's the, that was it? I know, I know. That that was it. Oh, that was okay, it. Okay. That was it. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that has been Tina's health health tips um for the week. Um shoot us a shoot us a message if you want me to do some research on something and present here. I definitely can if you have questions about any health re related topics. Yeah, shoot us a message and I can definitely look into it for you guys. Yay. <laughs>Oh. Yeah, I know how hard it was to hold the dramatic pause for the people who are on the audio version. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, we have a new TikTok page. Uh, it's listed. It's listed in the the comments. I mean, in the description of the videos. So make sure y'all go click on that link and follow us our our podcast TikTok page. Uh, you might find some daily. Uh, might get some videos from me and Tenery. That's Tenery. Lord Tina Marie. Uh doing some shenanigans you know she might be out one day see some shenanigans and decide to record it so you never know um so let's head into our news roundup yeah
our first story in our news roundup in North Carolina, authorities um, had a came across a traffic stop. They were on a traffic stop where they found enough fentanyl to kill 27 million people, more than twice the population in, of in North Carolina. In, uh, in North Carolina. Uh, during the search, they uncovered 5.6 kilos, 118 pounds, uh, possibly mixed with cocaine. They found an excessive amount of money of $100,000. Uh, the, uh, the street value of the drug was about $30,000 per kilogram, which uh, equals out to about $3,752,000 on the street. The two men were from uh, New Mexico. They were traveling from Philadelphia to North Carolina to deliver these drugs. So my question is, why y'all got to be so high? Why do you want to be that high? Why I, do you want to be that high? I I don't understand like drugs, so I don't I don't like for me like so. I don't understand what the craze is with fentanyl. Like, why is that something that people want? Why is that some people want to do? I just don't understand it. I just, I, so I can't tell you because I ain't never did it. Okay, number one. I don't so, even know don't nobody know who has done it. Like. So. I don't know what it feel like, no nothing. But my best guess is fentanyl is a pain medication, right? So you generally see fentanyl be before you see morphine, like cancer patients. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, right. it's for people who have dying pain like pains from dying right like what you got to be that high like you want to take some you want to take something just because it and then knowing how addictive it is and how bad the withdrawals are mm -hmm. and how much it's gonna cost you how much it ruins your life like it what i just but then again yeah. i come back and i say you know what People just have addictive behaviors, right? right. Mm -hmm. And I get it. It's very, very hard to break a habit, right? It, right. it is very hard. Uh, everybody has a habit, you know, I will say that. But, yeah, you know, you got to have some willpower. And, I, you know, it's just, this is one of those touchy subjects it's where... It's, it's, fitting all, it's fitting all like that uh, drug they were missing that like, people was calling Trank. So uh, there was this video posted online and it was like Trank and it was these people like looking like they were dead, like hunched over and they were just like on bus stops and places just sleep. Um, I think it, no, Crank was, uh, what was that? <clears throat> was it Molly? I have no idea. I'm, I'm still trying to understand that. Well, I, I don't. I don't understand the point of people wanting to be on fentanyl. I just, I don't get it. But yeah, I think Molly. I don't know. Was probably similar to Crank, and I think so. I think Ecstasy and Molly were similar, but Molly was stronger. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe Molly just has a lot of different names. Well, they need to start coming up with all these names because I can't. I can't keep up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, it's all dangerous. It's all <laughs> dangerous. 
So <laughs> to keep things moving, uh, there are there's a committee that is set to go. It's the bipartisan. They're trying to well, here in Wisconsin. They're trying to get a bipartisan bill. It's heading to a public committee and set to be discussed. Uh, it's a ranking system instead of, you know how you go to the voting polls and it says has one Republican, one Democrat on there, and you vote for either which one that you want. So now what they want you to do is list your top five candidates in whatever order that you want. And I guess when they when you turn in your ballots, whatever, whatever person is still the number one on each person list, that's who wins the seat when it comes to voting for our senators. Um, they said the reason behind this is due to that, that the person who wins will receive more incentives. They did not list what these incentives are, but it doesn't make sense to me. I think we should just keep it the way that it is. And and I probably the incentives either they get more money or bragging rights at the end of the day. And I don't think this is something we're re rewriting the law and changing our laws to create this ranking system. So basically it's going to be like an award show, like a people's choice award. Yeah. The right. nominees are, and then yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. 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 <laughs> so do we know if any other, I don't think any other governments do this right around the world. No, I don't mm. think I have not heard of any other because when like even when it comes to like some of the elections I hear overseas, it's always you hear about one person running up against the other person. It's not you go to and it's like a list of five people running against one person for that position. Like I don't. Yeah, I have never heard of this before. And I'm curious to know what these incentives are. Like so, what? At the time of this recording, because sorry guys, this isn't a live episode, but at the time of this recording, um, <laughs> it hasn't been discussed yet and hasn't been brought to the public floor. So I would keep trying to look into information and see if they post any future information and uh, let you guys know, keep you guys updated on this. But switching gears, I do want to talk about a quick abortions real quick before we head into hot topics. Oh. So in Texas, uh, well, so I say in states where abortions are not legal, we see families and women fleeing the states to go get abortions. So a, a woman recently uh, went to the government and say like, hey, you know, this pregnant, this high risk pregnancy is affecting my health. And I know it's not the baby isn't going to survive. So basically the baby was going to be born, you know, and she they want she wanted to abort the pregnancy. So mm -hmm. she Supreme Court, she went and filed it and whatever, whatever. And then she had it reappeal, went to the Supreme Court, and they still told her no. She has to carry this baby to term, even though that the baby is going to be born uh almost like a stillborn death. I mean, ooh, shit, stillborn death, a stillborn baby. So, and they're still forcing her to carry this baby to term. So now she's like, Well, now I'm gonna to have to leave the state to go get a you know an abortion so that way I wouldn't have to carry this child inside of me for another four months until this child is basically born so i don't think people realize and i'm just curious if any women sit whoever you know if any women have any input in making these uh, types of laws like of course like 
back when these laws were first made, of course, women weren't in government, you know, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> just the thought of carrying, knowingly carrying around a baby that's not going to look like that's so traumatizing to a person. It's very, very, very traumatizing. It has and, to be traumatizing to carry around a baby that you know that's not going to live. Right. Now, if a woman, you know, mustered enough courage to say, I'm going to get an abortion because I feel like abortions are also very traumatizing, right? Mm-hmm. Let her, like, come on now. Like, and especially, like, she has a reason and I don't want to hear no it's this much percent of a possibility the baby may live or maybe the baby will live with you know great handicaps and stuff like that mm-hmm. like it's just <clears throat> whatever the choice is should they should have a choice you right know? um and I mean it's a lot of politics behind that oh does a father have a choice you know mm-hmm. um and I and I can and I can hear that that argument, you know, but it's like we can't make um, a flow chart of rules for everything. You would think right. that, you know, if you're going to have a child with somebody, you should be able to sit down and talk to this person about whatever decisions and make a decision together. That is hopefully. Right. But then you have instances where people are raped, you know, mm-hmm. you have instances where the child might kill the mother, right? Right. Um, just on just all types of things. So I really don't know who had the time to sit down and say, Oh, we're going to reinstate this abortion ban because we ain't got shit else to do or talk about in the United States. I mean, it's it's conservative people who are constantly filing these lawsuits to get to make for things like this to happen like so they file these lawsuits based because they say well this isn't in in the constitution so um anything that's not written in the original constitution that the federal government made law somebody can go basically file a lawsuit and say well this wasn't an original constitution from 17 whatever and it should not be law. And because it's not written in our original constitution, it's getting overturned. Like uh, they're saying, like in I want to say Iowa, one of them's one of them states. It's, I know it's a Republican state, but they had people, you know, filing lawsuits like even get same-sex marriage. Like it doesn't say anything about same-sex marriage in the original constitution. So in Iowa somebody went and filed a lawsuit in iowa in which you know none of the judges there are going to touch it so it's going to go to the supreme court to the supreme court and the supreme court is going to hear the case or whatever and because it's not stated in our original constitution that was made in the 1700s that hey you know same-sex marriage is legal or we're going to make same-sex marriage legal because they don't stand in there they can overturn it and make same-sex marriage illegal across the united states and that's what a lot of these conservative people do. If a lot of people don't know what conservative is, these are the people who don't believe in the progression of society. They think things should stay the way they were. These are people who think that, you know, um, that 
you know, what was it back in the day where black people didn't have the right to vote? These are the same people that believe in racism. This is the same people that believe that women shouldn't have rights. These are the same people that believe that women shouldn't work. These are the same people who believe that women shouldn't have the right to vote. These are the same people who think women should just sit at home and be barefoot and pregnant and cook for their men. The, the, that's what that's what cons, the, these when they say uh, conservatives, that's what they mean. So I'll say this. Hopefully we're going to see a change in the way a lot of people think. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that some of these ideas are passed on from generation to generation to generation, right? That's correct. But eventually it's already a shift happening, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, we may not see it in our lifetime. Maybe we'll see the beginnings of it. But mm -hmm. hopefully it can just because I mean, yes, I believe there should be law, right? Because mm -hmm. law creates order. But then so my concern is is so many other things that are going on for you to be focused about that and to push that through. And that's gonna be one of the bills that's on the desk that you're gonna discuss and right. you know, stuff like that. That's what I don't like because you're not tackling and and dealing with the stuff that actually keep people alive. Like we talked right. about in our last episode, right? Housing, mm -hmm. food, education, you know, things of that nature. So that's, that's what grinds my gears. Like this cannot, this is something that if you want to have a discussion about it, have a discussion about it, but I do not feel like this is something that needs to be on the forefront of their minds when mm -hmm. they're, when the economy is actively falling apart, they want to tell you it's rebounding, but you want to, they want it's to tell not. you that it's doing better, but our economy is terrible. That's why a lot of people don't even have savings anymore. So, I mean, as far as, and that's sad, you know, and I know here in Wisconsin, I think I did a piece about this in our last season where um, a judge in Wisconsin found a loophole Mm -hmm. And they and they reinstated abortion. Yeah, abortion, right? yeah. Yeah, so we, we need those loopholes. Speaking of, uh, I have a coworker that I work with. If she would have watched this podcast, she would have known because she was like, if if abortions wasn't illegal, I would have went and got one. If you'd have watched the show, you would have known that you could get one in the state of Wisconsin. Just saying. <laughs> Planned Parenthood. Right. But, ladies and gentlemen, this was News Roundup. And now we're going to head into hot topics. I'm going to try to get through this pretty quickly hopefully um but it's a lot of stuff that's been that's been going on so let's get started with hot topics yay hot topics so to kick things off um so there was this story that went around about luke Combs suing this woman for $250,000 in one. So basically this woman was selling cups and 
she was selling these cups when she went to Luke Combs concert and then she said, oh, I should start selling like the little tumblers, I think is what they call it. And she put his picture on them and she was selling them on Amazon. She only sold 18 of these cups. And this company found out and they sued this woman for $250,000 and one. And I'm going to play what Luke Combs' response was to this story. What's up, guys? Luke here. Uh, it's 7.27 a.m. here in Tennessee. Um, I woke up at 5 a.m. to use the restroom, and the first thing I saw was this. Um, a woman that's being sued by me for $250,000. Um, I spent the last two hours um, trying to, to make this right, trying to figure out what, what's going on, because I was completely and utterly unaware of this. Um, so we reached out. Firstly, my manager reached out to this news station that ran this piece to try to get some info. Um, and so we do have a company uh, that goes after folks uh, only supposedly large corporations operating internationally that make millions and millions of dollars making counterfeit t-shirts things of that nature running illegal businesses um, and apparently this woman nicole has somehow gotten uh wrapped into that um, and that makes me absolutely sick to my stomach so i was able to get nicole's phone number i spoke to her this morning she told me that you know she was absolutely shocked by this i was i'm so apologetic i, I it, talking to her i just it makes me sick, honestly, um, that this would happen, especially at the holidays. I can't imagine being in her shoes. She told me there's $5,500 locked up in her Amazon account. Um, I'm going to double that, send her $11,000 today just so she doesn't have anything to worry about. Um, she was never supposed to be involved in anything like this. No fan should ever have to be involved in anything like this. Um, and she uh, got in trouble uh, apparently for making tumblers. So. I'm going to make my own tumbler today that's going to go up today. Um, I'll keep you posted on that, but all that money is going to go to Nicole and her family uh, to try to help with her medical bills. Um, hopefully that can help her out. Um, and again, this is unbelievable. I was completely shocked when I saw this this morning. It makes me sick. Um, this is not something that I would ever do. This is not the kind of person I am. I'm not greedy uh, in any way, shape, or form. Uh, money is the last thing on my mind. I promise you guys that. And uh, I invited Nicole and her family out to a show uh, this year so I could give her a hug and say sorry in person. And yeah, I love you guys. I just wanted to. I just wanted to clear that up, man, because it makes me sick for anybody to be thinking that that I'm this kind of person because I'm the the farthest thing from it. So love you guys, and uh, I'll keep you posted. Okay, but big, big, big. We, honest, we honestly up. need more celebrities like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say that. We definitely need more just more people in general. Right. Like I that, think, right? I remember, I remember when I was watching the original story, she did uh, say something about how she had these medical bills and she was a struggling mom and stuff. So, and then, like, they did lock her Amazon account, which had over about 50, I think $5,500 in there or something like that. And like for this to happen so close to Christmas, like it's complete crazy. It was that's that's out of this world crazy. It is, and shame on them. Shame on them. Right. You know, like they probably saw what oh she sold tumblers and she only sold what 18. it wasn't even twenty of them. Right. So I don't think she even made like two hundred dollars because you gotta think she still has to buy the cups and use the, pro the her own products to make these cups. So if she probably only saw maybe what a five dollar profit off of each cup, so out of eighteen cups, she probably she might have made less than a hundred dollars, and you're gonna sue her. 
Like, come on now. Let's be real. Yeah, big kudos to him. That's great. We, I would definitely love to see more of that. Right. So, we have an out of control NBA star. I had I found this video on on TikTok of this woman giving us a breakdown of this man's you know history, and I'm going to play that for you right now. So the NBA has suspended Draymond Green indefinitely. They basically told him until he finishes anger management and therapy <laughs> that he can't come back and play again. And indefinitely seems kind of harsh, but I'm going to go through the events that I believe has led us here. The Draymond Green Hall of Pain, if you will. There was that one time in the 2016 NBA Finals when Draymond kicked LeBron James in the nuts. He got suspended for a game and basically cost his team a championship. Then he got into an argument with his own teammate in their team huddle and was suspended for a game for conduct detrimental to the team. This was in 2018, and as you can see, he's got his breath all up in KD's face. Then I think we all remember when Jordan Poole was talking his shit, trash-talking Draymond in practice, and Draymond sucker-punched him. The video leaked, and Draymond punched him hard. And according to Warriors officials, Steve Kerr tried to get Draymond to take Jordan to dinner and to smooth things over, and Draymond refused. Then he made this very well-lit well-produced dramatic music in the background video where he's basically reflecting on the situation saying that he didn't know it was going to blow up and he woke up to the video and victimizing himself. Then the Warriors shipped Jordan Poole to Washington to watch his career die. Then in 2022, he got suspended again for getting his 16th technical foul. So it triggered an automatic suspension. You can get technical fouls for conduct, fighting, anything like that, excessive timeouts and talking shit to the ref. And Draymond got 16, so he got suspended. Then he got suspended last year during the playoffs for stomping on Sabonis' chest. And the worst part about that whole thing that I don't feel like people talk about enough is that Draymond practically skipped and sang and danced his way out of the arena when he got ejected for stomping on Sabonis. He literally stood up on the bench and was screaming, yeah, at the crowd, like, what is wrong with you? Then when Draymond from the other end of the court spotted Rudy Gobert trying to break up a fight between Clay and a Timberwolves player, I don't even remember who it was anymore. He ran like a track star from the other end of the court and choked Rudy and didn't let go. And this was his second ejection within four days. He had just gotten ejected from a game against the Cavs for getting into it with Donovan Mitchell. Then started yelling at us on his IG story talking about I'm in year 12 and y'all still telling me to stop being Draymond. Don't get a tech. Blah, blah, blah. So he ended up getting a five-game suspension that really cost the Warriors. The Warriors lost three out of the five games without Draymond and it cost Draymond over $700,000. Now Draymond is suspended indefinitely for hitting Nurkic. And they talk about Draymond like he is insane, like he needs to be put in the asylum. Draymond Green's career fines total to about $2.2 million. I don't care how much money you got, that is a lot. And with this indefinite suspension, he's going to be losing $150,000 a game. Okay. Okay, we barely knew about Draymond and his right. anger issues. Right. First, thanks, Mariah Cross, for the, the video. Uh, second, there don't need he needs to be out of the league in general. He needs to be forced out because I feel like these actions over the years is very uncalled for. It's, it's unsportsmanlike, and he just needs to be gone. Like I don't, I, yes. I don't understand. Just like when he was here playing in Milwaukee, 
a friend, uh, uh, one of the fans who were courtside told, said to Draymond, we ain't forget about what you did to Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Went and yeah. half the man ejected out of the arena over like nothing. Like what is like yeah. he's, he he's the, a big crybaby when he can't get his way. He's he's a bully and and it's I just he's an asshole and he needs to be inject. He doesn't need to be in the NBA no more. Yeah, I don't know how how he's gotten to what he say years twelve. Is this twelve thirteen? Whatever this is now, it's twelve that's years. A, a decade, over a decade of his BS, right? He, right. Like, and I saw that last, um, whatever you want to say, windmill or whatever it was, when dude was behind him, he backed into dude and he turned around and like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, bro, what are you doing? Like, he's done so many, like, he, he played... Well- I was reading one person's um, comment. He played penitentiary ball. Yeah, like he got he black black forces on. Like he is the epitome <laughs> of black forces. The, like the black. <laughs> I just, I just, you know, I just, I can't, I can't believe he made it this far. And I'm just like, you know, it, he just, he do, he needs to go to some counseling, get into some meditation because his behavior is just explosive. His temper is explosive. Mm-hmm. And you just mm-hmm. think it's okay for you to, you're not playing street ball. Like you're in the NBA it's regulated and, for a reason. And the thing about it is like, you hear about all these incidents on the court, but you know, that you don't hear about none of these incidents that he has off the court, like, like in his private life. Like, why is it that when the cameras is on and, you know, all this attention on you, like, you know, when this stuff happened on a court, these fights is going to be broken up. I feel like if he wasn't going to do this shit out in the streets, he wouldn't do it. Well, how he act on this court, <laughs> he wouldn't do this out in the streets because he knows point. that they would beat his ass or shoot his ass <laughs> or something like that. So for, I feel like he all this shit that he's doing as far as beating up people on the court and stuff, this is all for show. Just it's, it's all a show. And once again, and he doesn't need to be in the NBA. If he's going to continue to act like this, he doesn't need to be in the NBA. It's, it's force him out. Don't even pay him. I don't even feel like he should be paying out the rest of his contract at this point. Like, you should Mm-mm. just be forced into retirement, and, and you need to go sit down and have several seats and go on with your life at this yeah, point. Yeah, this is, this is probably the end of him. I, I hope so. And yeah. speaking of, people, we need to stop trying to cancel Matt Wife. Okay. Who? Matt Rife. He's a a, a comedian. He was on uh, Wildin' Out for a couple of seasons, and then he was kind of like ugly on there. And then next thing you know, he just became, some people think he went and got plastic surgery. Now he's this fine-ass white boy that uh, people don't fell in love with. And it, to be oh, honest... I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, I and actually, he was quirky. Yeah, I, to me, he's he's very funny to me. I love his comedies. I love his stand-up. He's funny. Like I, I like his stuff. So... He made a joke in his Netflix special about a domestic violence relationship, you know, and, and well, basically people, women in domestic violence. And I think it's somebody ring and he punched whatever the man punched a woman, whatever it was. He made a joke about domestic violence. So this woman decided to use her son to go and comment to Matt Ripe about this, his uh, domestic violence thing with a boy, uh, domestic violence. And. I believe, like he said, the boy had said something about to Matt Rife about Jupiter doesn't have rings or something like that. One of the planets don't have rings, and everybody's saying like uh, Matt Rife should apologize to the little boy for his his comments after 
well, he commented to the boy after the boy comment said something. But this is what Matt Rife said. He says, Jupiter also has a ring. Oh, and Santa isn't real. Your mom buys your presents with money she makes on OnlyFans. Good luck, is what he said to the little boy. Now, first of all, this is a six-year-old boy who had no business being on TikTok. The mom shouldn't let him be on, shouldn't let him be on TikTok in the first place. So you this is how you know she was using her son to try to make a point in the first place. And I don't think he needs to apologize whatsoever. The mom should have kept his hurt, kept the son out of it, kept the son off of social media. And first of all, if the mom had an issue with what Matt Rife said, then maybe she should have said something directly to him instead of trying to bring her six-year-old son into it. Yes. So my question is, how many of those things are untrue? Jupiter <laughs> doesn't have rings. Santa is not real. Does his mom do only fans and buy Christmas gifts? <laughs> right. Well, how many of those are actually true? Yeah, we. Yeah. Which but, one of them doesn't hmm. belong, or do they all? Like, ah, yeah, yeah. He had no business, like, saying anything to you know. He he didn't, and I and I understand. And was his mom like a, a victim of? Domestic violence. I, I, to be honest, I don't even. I don't even know. Because how did that even get into the mix then? She, you know, a Karen don't not mind her own business, and that's this. See, this is the thing I be saying. The world is so like you can't like. When I was younger, there was so many cruel and offensive jokes that would be made, but we knew that it was a joke and laughed at all. Ha ha ha. But we know if it was like if we were to see certain situations in person that people were joking about, we would do something about it. We're not going to just stand there and laugh. But like I said, like what they saw, like dark humor jokes and stuff like that. Like we can understand jokes. Like I feel like the older generation, I, well, I shouldn't even say older generation, millennials, general, millennials and younger can understand jokes. These people that are millennials, those up the Gen Zs and newers, like they don't understand jokes and they take stuff too serious. Like, stop being so freaking serious all the time. Like, just be learn how to go ha ha ha. The, your life would be so much better if you go learn how to ha 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 sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too dead. I'm over you. What? Learn how to ha ha ha. Yeah, learn how to ha 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 sometimes. Good. God. Oh my god. <laughs> so we did. I did have more for hot topics, but due to the sake of time, we're gonna have to say those for the next episode. But what I am gonna do is get into our some TikTok videos of the week. All right. So here is our first video coming from a teacher. What kind of a teacher sets up their student to make a white supremacy joke on their very first day of school? Me. My very first year teaching, my very first day teaching, I had a group of students come in. They were seniors, they were precious, and I was new, and they could tell. And I decided we're going to do this fun little game called Two Truths and a Lie. A delight. A gem. Way too much time. Don't, don't do that icebreaker. So I asked if there's any volunteers, and one young man volunteered. And that should have been my first clue. This young man stands up and says, I play football, I play golf, and I applied to join the local chapter of the KKK. 
it should be noted at this point that this young man was African-American. And I said, okay, obviously you didn't apply to join the KKK. That's not what you did. And he turned his laptop around where the rejection email from the local KKK was located because he did in fact apply and they did not let him in. KKK have a website for you to apply for membership. That was what? what? I, I didn't know either. I didn't know the KKK had a website that you could apply to be a member. I should go find his website and go to apply. I got a white enough name, so they probably think I'm white. <laughs> so, so now it would have been me sending a letter like, I would like to know the reason why my application was rejected. Oh my god! Oh my god! Maybe on one episode, I like live stream my. Well, uh, I have my screen pulled up, but everybody can see it on a podcast, the video version, and watch me apply for the KK. For the KK. Why is it this website taken down? Why is the why? Why is KKK still a why? KKK ain't ever gonna go away. Come on now. I didn't Come on, know that it was still so. That's hilarious. Now oh. he was in class actively applying. That's what I'm saying. Like, did he really apply? Like, did he do it in class? Did he do it before class? Like, did he know that Why she was going to ask him on that website? <laughs> right? Right. Don't, will public school websites block that? Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Oh. That was funny. I enjoyed that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, of so, course, they as a teacher, boy. They got oh, her. Got God. her. Okay. Okay, this last video, I might not even play the whole thing, but it's, this is uh, came from Mariah Carey. Mama, 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 Mariah Carey mopping in a ballroom gown. <laughs> With a headpiece. With the headpiece. Uh, leave it to Mariah. Oh my God. Yes. 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 <laughs> All right. So those was our TikTok videos of the week. And now we're going to head into final thoughts. 
final thoughts. Okay, so it's just really sitting in my soul that our government is more concerned with women's stopping people. Yeah, just stopping <laughs> freedom like- of choice with certain things and not just concentrating on shit for people to, if you don't have people alive, they're not going to be able to make free choices. Like, what? Like, it's just, it's crazy to me. I just, you know, I just really, it's just sad. It breaks my heart. That really breaks my heart. I mean, I'm not a big supporter of the government in any way. I'm just here trying to raise my children. Um, But yeah, man, we, it's, it's terrible. Like, I don't feel like it's a, I don't, I don't feel like it's a democracy anymore. It's not. Our democracy is gone. Our government don't want to let us make our own decisions. They want us to continue to live in poverty. No matter if you make anybody make, to me, anybody make less than $500,000 a year, the government wants you to live in poverty. And, and that's just how I see it. And we need to stop, there need to stop being dumb criminals in this world. I don't think that's ever going to stop. I know that's not going to stop. And then also, uh, we need to stay off these drugs and make sure y'all take care of yourselves out there. And that's my final thought. And with that being said, we will see you all on the next episode of Same Day Podcast. Uh, Make sure you check out those uh, links in the bottom for discounts on uh, clothing and stuff like that. And We'll see y'all on the next week, and we hope that you all have a very Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays!